What if I told you that I can show you one practice that can increase by 25% your happiness? Would you be interested? Of course you would. Welcome to a new episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. I truly believe that everything that we do, all the goals that we set, all the things that we want to achieve, all the things that we want to have, we want them for one and one reason only. And that is because we believe that having those things and achieving those goals is going to bring us happiness. Today, I'm going to share with you a practice that is completely free, that doesn't require you to achieve any goals or have any material possessions that is going to increase your happiness by 25%. Stay tuned for today's podcast episode. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. I'm sure you're curious to know what is this practice that can increase your happiness by 25% and that is absolutely free. Well, let me tell you that is something that I've talked about before. I've shared with you the secret before, but maybe I've never shared this specific statistic that it has the power to increase your happiness by 25%. You know, human beings, we tend to be so fixated with all the things that are not working that is so easy to miss the things that are working that are just next to us or in front of us. What I'm going to share with you today is inspired by the holiday that we're celebrating this week in the United States, Thanksgiving. Yes, you guessed it. We're going to be talking about gratitude. I know you've heard me talk about gratitude a lot in the past, and I just want to ask you that you keep listening because as I said, there are multiple studies that have shown and confirm and demonstrate that having a gratitude practice can increase your happiness by 25%. How can that be? Well, let's start by talking about what are the benefits of having a gratitude practice. Then I'm going to redefine the word gratitude for you. Actually, I'm going to introduce three redefinitions of gratitude, and then I'm going to share with you some ideas on how you can get started with your own gratitude practice. And I'm going to close today's podcast episode with an invitation to join a 30-day challenge. So stay tuned for that. Let's start with the beginning. Why gratitude? What are the benefits of having a gratitude practice? 
The first benefit of gratitude is that it opens the door for more deeper and more meaningful relationships. When we express gratitude for others, it helps to deepen the relationships that we have with them. Think about any relationship in your life. When you have been grateful for that person and how that person has impacted your life or has helped you, when you're grateful for the small and the big things in your relationships and about that person, haven't you felt that your relationship was in a better place? I'm sure you have experienced that before. When we are grateful for others, especially those that are important in our life, that helps deepen those relationships, strengthening those relationships. The second benefit of gratitude is that it shields you from negativity. You can be grateful and sad at the same time. You can be grateful and negative or resentful at the same time. When you leave in gratitude, you can leave in sadness, in depression, in anxiety, in um, negative thoughts, in resentfulness. They can coexist together. So gratitude really shields you from those negative feelings and emotions. Um, and it can help you shift your perspective on any situation or any problem in front of you. It also helps improve physical health. Feeling better, experiencing less pain um, are some of the benefits that have been reported through multiple studies on people that consistently practice um, gratitude. There are statistics that said that people who practice gratitude are 40% more likely to exercise and take better care of their health and be more preventive in their approach towards their overall health than people that don't practice gratitude. Gratitude has been also associated with lower blood pressure, uh, lower stress and anxiety, but also uh, can help strengthening your immune system and help you sleep more and better. Who doesn't want all those things, right? The fourth benefit of gratitude is that improves our psychological well-being. It increases happiness and reduces depression. It reduces toxic feelings such as envy and resentment and frustration and regret. Because as we said before, if you live in a state of gratitude, you can be sad, you can be resentful, you can be envious, you can be frustrated. Gratitude also has shown to increase self-esteem, which is an essential component for optimal performance. There was a study that was conducted back in 2014 that among a group of professional athletes that show um, or found that gratitude actually increased um, self-confidence in these athletes, and as a result, they achieve better results in the competitions that they were part of. Another benefit of gratitude is that it enhances empathy and reduces aggression. There was a study um, done a few years ago as well that proved that people who are grateful are less likely to retaliate on others because they're able to forgive 
more easily and really let go of things that bother them because they are focused on founding gratitude in every situation, not matter um, whether it's good or bad. Um, the last benefit that I want to talk about is that people that practice gratitude on a regular basis are more resilient. They know that they're always going to be something to be grateful for and that that in itself makes whatever it's in front of them worth pursuing. So grateful people are more resilient. So those are some of the benefits of gratitude. It really can have a really positive impact on our physical health, like improving sleep, lowering blood pressure, lowering stress, anxiety, depression, um, strengthening your immune system. It also has an impact on an emotional health, right? It can open the door for deeper relationship, more meaningful relationships. It can shield you from negativity. It can increase your self-esteem, but also your inner personal health, right? Feeling um, at peace and um, again, shielding you for all those negative uh, feelings and becoming more resilient. That's why um, a lot of people say that gratitude is the mother of all qualities. When you are grateful of what you have, you will receive more things to be grateful for. And all qualities that we have as human beings steam from gratitude. That's why they say that gratitude is the mother of all qualities. You don't have to have more in order to be grateful, which is something that a lot of people think, right? They're like, there's people in the world that would say, once I have the career that I want, once I have the house of my dreams, once I have the partner of my life, then I will be able to be grateful and happy. It doesn't work that way. Think about it for a minute. I am sure that you can think of people in this world that have less than you, but are happier than you are. But also I'm sure you can think of someone that has much more than what you currently have, that has maybe all the things that you want and dream about, all the things that you're working to achieve in your life, and yet they're less happy than you are. So having more, it's not a prerequisite for gratitude. Gratitude predeceases anything that you can achieve or have. It just exists, right? So that's why I want to take a minute to redefine gratitude. Because typically we understand gratitude as being thankful for the good things that happen to us, right? Being thankful for what we have, um, the things that we have, but also the things that we achieve. And we believe that it is this feeling of thankfulness for the things that, again, we have or that have happened to us. And I want you to challenge you to stretch your understanding of gratitude with three redefinitions of gratitude. The first one is gratitude, it's being grateful for 
everything at all times and in all circumstances. I want to um, challenge you, and this is part of the challenge that I have for you today, to do a one-month gratitude challenge. And during one month, during the next month, don't label any event or any experience as good, as bad. Simply be grateful at all times. I truly believe that not all days are going to be good, but there's always going to be something good in every day. And when you focus on what is good in every day and you're grateful for the good things that happen to you and for you every day, you're going to see how you're going to start to become and feel more happy. See, a lot of times we have something fixated in our minds. Sometimes we think that we know what we want, right? And what we think we want is actually um, making us settle for less than what we deserve. I don't know what you believe in. Um, I believe in God, but whether you believe in God, in the universe, or anything bigger than yourself, whether it is, again, God or the universe, he has in store something for you that is greater than what you can imagine. And I truly believe that. I think, and, and think about for a minute, how many times, looking back in time, there were situations in your life where things didn't went your way, where you had a challenge, when, where maybe you didn't got the job that you wanted, or you didn't make the money that you were hoping to make, or um, something, um, you know, something negative happened in your life. Maybe it was a sickness, or someone in your family, or someone you love was sick, or maybe you know, you really wanted something and that something never came and never happened, never materialized. And then you look back and you understand the meaning on why you didn't got what you wanted when you wanted. Because there was something even better that God or the universe or whatever you believe in had in store for you. I know this is true for me in my life so many times. I look back at things and situations that when I was in the middle of that situation, I thought it was going to be the end of the world. That's how I felt. I know it. I mean, I, it's completely an exaggeration, right? But it was the end of my world. And that thing came and passed. And now when I look back, I find meaning in those things. And, and something better came as a result of that challenge or that pain that I experienced in the past. I want to give you an example, right, on, on why gratitude is not about being grateful for the good things or being thankful for the good things that happen to you. But gratitude is being grateful in all times and circumstances. And I'm going to give you an example. There was this person who um, used to work at Google and decided to apply for a job at Facebook. And he did not got the job. And he openly shared that he was rejected from Facebook in Twitter. He tweeted that he had been rejected by Facebook. 
And then um, later on, he applied for a position at Twitter, and he was also rejected from that job. He didn't got that job. And he tweeted about that as well. This person that was rejected by Facebook and Twitter was the co-creator of WhatsApp, who ended up selling WhatsApp to Facebook for $19 billion. This was a company, I think, at the time when he sold it, had 15 employees, and it was valued in $19 billion. This person is Brian Atkin. And, you know, those jobs that he applied to at Facebook and Twitter, I'm sure he was frustrated and he felt disappointed at the time. But what, maybe they could have paid him, I don't know, $100,000 a year, $250,000 a year. He was grateful for having failed. He was grateful that he didn't got the job at Facebook or Twitter. He shared in social media that he had failed. You know, it's easy to be grateful for the things that are going well in our lives. It's easy to be grateful for the good things that happen to us. Our problems are different, right? We typically are not grateful for our problems until later on when we find meaning in our problems. But see, the things that today frustrate you, the things today that um, make you feel that things are not going your way, Think that one day you might be grateful for those things. So why not find something in those situations to be grateful for, right? Like in this example, our problems are not unique, but our experiences, how we experience those problems is unique to us. And if we're able to find something in the midst of those problems to be grateful for, it's going to change our perspective around the problem. And the problem is not longer going to be a problem, but is going to be an opportunity. Like for Brian, he didn't see being rejected by Facebook or Twitter as a failure. He saw it as an opportunity who led him to create WhatsApp and end up selling WhatsApp for $19 billion to Facebook, the same company who rejected him when he applied for that job. So here's my invitation for you today. I want you I want to invite you to think about something that in the midst of happening you were ungrateful, you were frustrated, you were sad, you were disappointed. But now looking back, you are grateful for that quote unquote bad experience that you had. I'm sure that you have many examples in your life. And this can be a great opportunity to think about some of them and start to find meaning on some of the challenges that you had in your life that can help you change your perspective about problems and challenges, right? And, and find things in the midst of those challenges and those problems that you can be grateful for. See, we believe that successful people are happy, right? We believe that successful people are happy. But it's quite the opposite. 
It's happy people who are successful. Let me repeat that one more time. We believe that successful people are happy, but it's quite the opposite. It's happy people who are successful. And in order to be happy, one way to achieve that is by practicing gratitude, by making gratitude a daily ongoing practice in every situation that we face throughout our day. Find gratitude in everything that happens, good and bad. So that's the first redefinition of gratitude. Gratitude is not about being thankful for the good things that happen to us, but gratitude is being thankful in all times and circumstances. The second redefinition of gratitude is that gratitude is being happy for the positive growth of others around you. A lot of times when we practice gratitude, and this happened to me when I started my gratitude practice, right? It was all about me. I was grateful for the good things that happened to me. It was all about things that I was grateful because they happened to me. Things that I had achieved, things that happened to me, or even when I when my gratitude imply other people was typically because I was grateful because they did something for me. But gratitude, it's more than that. Gratitude is being happy for the growth of others, being grateful for other people's success, for other people winning. When you are able to be grateful for others, your gratitude doubles. When you feel jealous, right? Because someone was successful and you think that because they're successful, you can be successful or you start, you fall into this comparison game, right? On why can I not be as successful? Why I cannot have X, Y, or C like X, Y, or C? That can really destroy your sense of gratitude. So how do you get grateful for other people's success? First of all, you need to realize that there is no competition with anyone. There are a limited number of anything that you can think of in the world for everyone, right? There is enough happiness and there's enough success for everyone. This is all about this scarcity versus abundance mindset. I've talked about this in the podcast before, right? A scarcity mindset is... When you believe that resources are scared, that if someone is successful, that means that you can be successful. You see life as a pie, where if someone gets a piece of the pie, that means that there's less pie for you or for others. Versus an abundance mindset that believes that there's plenty and enough pie for everyone who wants some pie. We are not in competition with anyone. We should not fall into the comparison game, but just focus on the things that we can be grateful in our life, but at the same time, be grateful for the success and the wins of others. Because that, as I mentioned before, just doubles up your gratitude. You're you're grateful for them and you're grateful for yourself. When you are grateful for other people's success, 
then you become part of their journey and you can learn from those people and you can support them and they will support you back. So it's a win-win, right? Um, so I think if you want to start expanding your gratitude practice for recognizing and being grateful for other people's success, it all starts with paying attention, right? Starting to take notice of positive growth in others and be grateful for the growth that others around you are experiencing. The third redefinition of gratitude, when we think about gratitude, we think of gratitude as a noun, right? But gratitude is actually a verb, a doing word. Real gratitude is a verb. Gratitude is expressed through action, through doing. The most grateful people have made sacrifices for others. They have served others. They have focused on serving others. When you go out of your way to do something for someone, that thing speaks louder than any of your words. When you're grateful to someone, show it through action. The best action that you can take sometimes is to change your behavior, to stop being jealous for them and celebrate their successes with them. Back to our second redefinition of gratitude. So gratitude is a verb. You show gratitude through action. So if you're grateful for someone, demonstrate your gratitude by doing something that is meaningful to that person. Because your actions speak louder than your words. Okay, so now that we've talked about why gratitude is so important or what are the benefits of gratitude, we have redefined gratitude. Now I want to share a few ways that you can cultivate gratitude on a daily basis. I'm going to share with you some ideas, hopefully to inspire you to implement a gratitude practice. So the first one is to write down or say out loud the things that you're grateful for. I personally do this on a daily basis as part of my morning routine. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know this. But as part of my morning routine, I write down the five things that I'm grateful for that happened in the last 24 hours. And I specifically focus on things that have happened in the last 24 hours and only in the last 24 hours. The reason for that is because when I started my gratitude practice, I found myself, I didn't know what to write. So I always wrote the same things. I'm grateful because I'm alive. I'm grateful because I'm healthy. I'm grateful because I have a roof. Uh, on top of my head, and I'm grateful for my kids, and I'm grateful for my family. And every day I would write the same things, and it didn't have really any impact, right? But when I started to be very specific about what I was grateful for, and I was looking for things that happened in the last 24 hours, something all of a sudden shifted. At the beginning, it was hard to find things to be grateful for because I was I had my blinders on. I was going through my day on go-go mode and I was going too quickly through my day without paying attention to anything, without being mindful or present in any moment. It was like going through my 
routine every day through my task list every day and trying to do as much as I could without paying attention to what was going on around me. And when I started to slow down and pay attention for those things, and I started to be able to find five things to be grateful for that were very specific. And most of the times, these are really small things like huddling with my daughter at bedtime or that my husband makes me a cup of coffee or that a stranger let me in in traffic. You know, they don't have to be this big, audacious things. They can just be little, little things that you're grateful for. But when once I started to shift to write the things that happened in the last 24 hours, something shifted. I started to be more mindful. I started to look for more things to be grateful for. I started to look for more blessings around me. They say that what you focus on expands, that what you focus on, you attract. You might have heard of the law of attraction. I have a podcast episode coming on that, but I think a gratitude practice is a great way to put the law of attraction into play in your life. Because when you start to focus on gratitude, when you start looking for things that you're grateful for, you start to attract more things to be grateful for in your life. The second way that you can implement a gratitude practice is by keeping a gratitude journal. This is a little bit different than writing down every day the things that you're grateful for, but you can create prompts for yourself around gratitude. For example, try to remember a holiday um, in the past that you're grateful for and write anything that you can remember about that experience, that holiday. We're getting into Thanksgiving. So, you know, think about a Thanksgiving in the past or uh, a Christmas in the past that you're really grateful for, that you really enjoy, that you really had a great time and try to revive this in your mind and, and experience it again in your mind and write about it in a journal. Or sometimes your prompts can also be um, future oriented, like what would what would you want to be grateful for in this coming Thanksgiving? Who are you looking forward to spend the holidays with? What types of memories do you want to build together with those people that you love? Um, sometimes is um, you know a, a journal prompt can be who is someone that you're grateful for this week and why. So that is the second way to practice gratitude. The third one is to write a thank you note to someone. And here I want to share two things. One, um, I've been doing this practice now for maybe two years, but every Friday before I leave the office or before I close my computer, I think about someone, whether it was at work or outside of work, but I, I think about someone that week that I'm grateful for and I send them a thank you note. Maybe it's a text, maybe it's a little card. I always have some little thank you cards in stock that I can fill out and send to someone. Um, So that is a great way to implement gratitude in your life and to demonstrate that gratitude and, and share with others that you're grateful for what they've done and how they've helped you and just for being there for you. Now, since we are approaching Thanksgiving, I love Thanksgiving because I think 
I guess we we ruin it with Black Friday and the shopping and all of that. But what I love about Thanksgiving is that it's not about giving gifts like in Christmas, right? That is all about buying gifts and giving gifts to people, which don't take me wrong. I love that. But I love that Thanksgiving, it's all about giving thanks. Um, it's all about gratitude. So what a great opportunity this week um, as we celebrate Thanksgiving. And even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but use it as an excuse to write a thank you letter to someone important in your life. You know, we don't give gifts in Thanksgiving, but how about giving a Thanksgiving card um, expressing to the people that are important in your life your gratitude towards them? Another uh, way to practice gratitude is to not shy away from the negative, to be grateful for your setbacks, to think about what are the roadblocks on your way? What are the setbacks? What are the times that you fall? And try to find something in those situations that you can be grateful for in that moment when the setback is happening. Another way to practice gratitude is to volunteer, to serve others. When we give, we receive even more. If you have volunteered for a nonprofit organization in the past, I'm sure that you have felt this sense of immense gratitude and fulfillment when you're able to volunteer and help others. And it's a great way to express gratitude through action, right? We, we, we talked about in the third redefinition of gratitude. Gratitude is a verb, is an action. And this is a great way to practice that, to volunteer your time to a nonprofit organization, to a cause that you believe in. Um, and the last one that I had on my list, I jogged down a few notes as I was preparing for the podcast, so I didn't forget about any of my ideas or any of the things that I was thinking about was one that I already share with you, but I'm going to repeat it one more time just because I think is so timely with being Thanksgiving this week, and that is to write a gratitude letter to someone. So right now, think about someone in your life that you're grateful for and write a gratitude letter to them. Or uh, depending on your faith, if you believe in God, uh, write a gratitude letter to God. How beautiful is that? If you don't believe in God, Write a gratitude note to the universe, whatever you believe in. When we, when we practice gratitude, back to the introduction of today's podcast episode, you're going to attract more things to be grateful for in your life, and you're going to be happier. And you don't need to achieve anything. You don't need to have anything you can be grateful today for what you have and where you are right now. When you think about any of these practices that I share, like sending a thank you note or writing a gratitude letter, a lot of times when we think about being grateful for other people, immediately our minds go to people that typically we're not grateful for. And I would say start by giving your love and your gratitude to those that you love the most. 
Don't start with hard places, with hard things, or with people who have hurt you. Rather start with those who you love and have done good things for you. The people that you love are the people that a lot of times you give the least love back because you just assume, right? That because they are close to you, because they're your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your spouse, your kids, they know that you love them. They know that you're grateful for them. But when was the last time that you told them that you're grateful for them or that you have you show your gratitude for them? So start there. Don't go to try to be grateful for things that are hard. Start with the easy things. And then you're going to grow in your gratitude practice to the point that you can get to be grateful even for the setbacks, even for the challenges, even for the negative things that come your way. Remember, you attract what you focus on. So focus on gratitude and you will attract more things to be grateful for. And I can't end this episode on gratitude without showing my appreciation and my gratitude for you for listening to this podcast, for following along my journey with the Leading Yourself podcast. It means the world to me. Anytime that I get a note from someone saying that whatever I said in that podcast episode spoke to you, that it helped you, that makes my day. And um, I want to make sure that I don't take this for granted. And I want to make sure that I say thank you because I would not be doing this podcast if it wasn't for you listening. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you for sharing the podcast with other people in your life. I know a lot of you um, have shared the link to the podcast with your family and friends and colleagues at work. And I truly, truly appreciate you spreading the word of the Leading Yourself podcast and helping me reach more people. So with that, I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, um, you know, you can celebrate gratitude this week and try to do something. Think about a way that you can implement gratitude, even if it's this week. Just try it. And I am convinced that if you try it, you're going to love that feeling and you're going to want more of it. So... Whether it's one of these ideas or another way that you can think of on how to introduce gratitude as a daily practice, I really invite you to try it. And don't try it just once, but try to stay consistent for a month. Um, because at the beginning, you're going to struggle, to be completely honest. At least I did. I really struggled to find things to be grateful for. It took some time until I started to see that, that impact of gratitude in my life. But now I'm not going back. Like it has been part of my daily routine for three years now. And I don't think I'll ever stop doing it because it really helps me fill my cup and feel happier and at peace. And it helps me change my perspective. I used to be a kind of person that used to see the glass half empty. 
Whenever there was a problem or a challenge, that's the only thing that I could see. And I think I've become more of a half-full type of person. It doesn't matter how difficult or challenging the situation in front of me is. I'm always able to find something good in that situation. I'm always able to find an opportunity in every challenge. And I have to give all the credit to my gratitude attitude. So with that, I hope you like today's podcast episode. I hope it inspires you to start your own gratitude practice. If you like today's podcast episode, do me a favor and share it with someone that you think can benefit from today's content. With that, I, want, I hope you have a wonderful week full of gratitude, and I will see you back again next week for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.